And I would say that these five board members and this superintendent who have committed all these acts are unfit to be leaders in this district and should resign immediately. As a mother and a parent, I'm shocked. Three months, that's how long a temporary restraining order has been in place naming this man, our superintendent, as a clear and present danger to a woman. People knew about this and hid it. I want you to know, we drove down here from Grapevine today because we wanted to be here. I've been watching what's been going on in Round Rock and it has been shameful. Does the board condone this kind of behavior? It doesn't look like you condemn it. What else are you covering up? Amid stories across the state and nation of rogue and corrupt school administration, Central Texans are experiencing and exposing a similar mess in their local school district. This is episode five of Exposing Round Rock ISD by Texas Scorecard. In early December, after nearly four months of turmoil and public outcry, the Round Rock ISD board finally met about Azaiz's employment, but in closed session. Indeed, the board's meeting was, quote, in consultation with legal counsel to discuss the employment and performance of the superintendent, according to their posted agenda. However, they scheduled the meeting as a closed session gathering, behind closed doors and not allowing any public comment. In response, parents and statewide political candidates gathered outside the Round Rock ISD administration building for a press conference. District Father Jeremy Story said the board has oppressed parents to cover up their own political positions. Really what happened was that five members of the Round Rock ISD school board, in collaboration with our recently appointed or voted for superintendent, have abused their power. They have oppressed and threatened parents. They have violated the law in order to hide their actions and cover up credible allegations of actual crimes to protect their own political positions. Speakers also included Tracy Bradford, candidate for lieutenant governor, and Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, candidate for governor. I want you to know, we drove down here from Grapevine today because we wanted to be here. I've been watching what's been going on in Round Rock, and it has been shameful. They are weaponizing a service. They are supposed to be in a role as a service, and they have weaponized that against you, the parents. But for some odd reason, this scourge, this cancer, is not just in Virginia. It's not just in California, some other place. It's right here, just up the road from the capital of the Lone Star State. And I would have never thought that we would be in Texas being concerned about authoritarianism, totalitarianism, and tyranny from elected officials against parents. And I would say that these five board members and this superintendent who have committed all these acts are unfit to be leaders in this district and should resign. As of mid-December, the board has not yet announced any action on their superintendent's employment, and it is unclear whether they will or what will be the result of the TEA investigation or the Travis County Sheriff's investigation. Trustee Mary Bone said the board's recent actions and lawsuits have crippled them from doing their actual work for the district's students. I think what concerns me most is, um, you know, you can go see, we have a meeting uh, tomorrow night, and there's a lot of lawsuits that are on the agenda and we continue to get lots of grievances, lots of lawsuits and I think that really worries me because that's not where 
as a trustee that I want to be spending my time worrying about legal lawsuits. Amid all of the nationwide conflicts over school boards and education, one point remains clear in the recent events of Round Rock ISD. The five school board members and superintendent have ignored parents. Parent Dustin Clark said as much in December. We have a right to have access to our schools, to have access to, our, to the curriculum, and to have transparency with the government that is governing our school district. This is a public school. The, the board members in there and every employee in this school district is given authority by the people. They, the elected board members are not in authority over us. We are in authority over them. We, the people, are the ones in authority over our government. And when we say that there needs to be change, there needs to be change. And if you don't think there needs to be change and you want to keep dragging your heels, you want to keep us out of meetings, you don't want to offer public comments, well, look behind you. We're not going away. It's only been building and building and building, and it's not going to go away. So either you can let the public in, you can let parents be a part of the process, you can allow us to speak, or we can keep doing this. We can keep calling these uh, press conferences. We can keep getting our elected officials and candidates involved because we're not going to stop. Quote, as we've seen in recent weeks, school board meetings are beginning to fill with concerned and vocal parents and other stakeholders who want nothing more than to be an active participant in their children's school lives and the way our schools are run said Michelle Evans, one of the citizen speakers at the recent board meetings. Her organization, Moms for Liberty, is about, quote, empowering parents to stand up for their rights, especially as it relates to the education of their children in public schools. I think the biggest thing that parents can do and citizens is wake up and, and be involved and understand that local government is where you have the most control especially the school boards, because across the state of Texas, school boards take up, you know, 50% or more of your property tax. So, you know, that tax is going directly to the school, whether you have children in it or not. So I think people need to be involved. Citizen Jeremy Story also summarized the recent events in the district. Quote, the public needs to ask the question, he said, what is the Round Rock ISD board hiding? Exposed is a production of Texas Scorecard. If you like this content, please go to texasscorecard.com. Please also rate and review this podcast on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. This episode was produced by Drew Cook, directed by Jacob Asmussen, lead audio production by Ariana Silva, and production assistance by Luke Marshall.